My name is Michael Barbaro. Oh, wait, how, is, how does he do it? And this is The Daily. You'd think this guy listened to The Daily I, I listened to The Daily. I haven't actually listened to The Daily in a while. Um, okay, ready? Ready? <laughs> we gotta get a let's, shaker. Let's, let's give... <laughs> Let's give this one. Let's give this one a shake. Let's give this one a shake. All right, ready? I'm the tambourine. From the podcasting tent in Brett's apartment, this is Bookends with Friends. I'm your co-host, Parker Moon. I'm your reporter on the scene, Brett Irvin. I'm Michael Barbaro. Michael Barbaro's here. For joining us for Bookends with Friends. I am currently buried alive under a giant pile of books, Parker Moon. I'm Brett Irvin and I'm Team Edward. Oh, nice. I'm Ollivander's favorite little wand, Daniel Phillips. <laughs> and, and we are a weekly book club podcast where we go over one book a month. Um, thanks, guys, for being here today. We made it. We made We're it. Here. We're here. We've done it again. We've done it again and we we've done a full book. Storm. Yeah, we made it through an entire book and now. We're here. Now we're here. Um, well, let's get into short stories. Like, what's what's going on with y'all's lives? Um, you did the thing again. You looked at me. Well. You short stories and looked at me. I would love to talk I, about my week, though. Yeah, tell yeah. me about your week. It's just habit. It is habit at this point. Um, pretty slow week for me. Uh, just just doing some normal work. Um, I started a new game that I really like. Oh, what game? For the King. For the King. Imagine a tabletop board game video game. That's like D and D, for three people. Okay, you just said so many things that my brain's is having trouble processing. Three? It is like a Mario Party board co-op with D&D quest and themes. monsters. It, wait, is this a is this a board? It game? It is a video game. It's a video game that is like a board game. Okay, like Mario Party. Yes. Okay. Is it just three people? It's a, just three people. You can play one to three people. It's really good. I played a lot of For the King. If you like little indie games, I would check it out. Um, for the king for the king and then I've been playing a freaking butt ton of Overwatch again oh nice which is never a good thing oh. but, <laughs> but always a good thing but always a good thing at the same time thing. yeah back on that video game ground. I know I'm kind of just playing games this week so cool Brett what about you buddy it's one of those kind of weeks been mm-hmm. kind of gloomy yeah you know pretty similar played some Overwatch me and Dan played a little bit this week we probably lost a lot of games we probably lost a lot yeah. um I uh, would like to use my short story to shout out my mom, who's oh. been helping me with uh, editing so much. She'll like listen and review and give oh, me cool. some editing. Oh, and nice. Feedback. That's sweet. Yeah, I thanks. just I'll send her stuff and she'll, and same with my dad too. I, we, I shout out my dad last episode. Yeah. I want to shout out my mom. That's so sweet. Let her know that uh, I appreciate her feedback. Wow. Linda. Thanks, Linda. mom. Thanks, Linda. I call you mom, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. She's everybody's yeah. mom. Yeah. She's all our moms now. Wow. All the listeners' moms. Is right. Linda. Thanks, Linda. That's right. It's cool. How about you, Parker? Do y'all want to know? What, at? Do you want to know what my short story is? Yeah. Actually, no. Let's move on to. Oh, uh, <laughs> I would love to hear your short story. Okay, guys. Love Island. Yeah. Previously on Love Island, God, I love oh, Love that's a Island. Good impression. Was that's it? I good. think it wasn't very good, but you <laughs> specifically UK Love Island. It's Me and Maddie are back on it. We've been watching a lot of Love Island, which we we went through season six um, at an aggressive rate, I would say. Start of quarantine, right? Yeah, start of quarantine. But that's when we were introduced to it. And I, I think we like 
really, 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 I mean, we love the show. We love how it's set up. It's better than the Bachelor products of shows. It's 10 times better than The Bachelor. Yeah. I mean, if you don't know at home listeners, uh, uh, Love Island is is similar to, to The Bachelor, more similar to Bachelor in Paradise. It's essentially um, contestants come on, girls and guys um, from all over the UK, and they chat it up, they get their graft on, they get their flirt on, um, they couple up, and then, I mean, it's it's over like a full summer, and then at the end of the summer, there's one couple that's deemed the winner, and they get a prize of $50,000, but honestly, it's and not so... stranded on a deserted island. <laughs> no, that's not true. But it's honestly not even about the love, uh, or sorry... Or the island. <laughs> <laughs> no. Well, the truth is it's, revealed. It's about the... Sorry, no. What I meant to say was that it's not it's about not the money. It's not about the love. It's not about the love. It? No, it's, it's not even about the money. Like, these, these people are so genuine and so fun to watch, um, and, and so we've been going through season four... Uh, which we hadn't watched, and I mean, we've watched twenty-five episodes in a an embarrassingly short it amount is of time. A, um, it's a surprisingly wholesome show. Yeah. When compared to The Bachelor, The Bachelor feels very fake and scripted, and Love Island, like we all, my wife and I also watched season six, and there were moments where we legit cried, cried on right. the show. The, so the thing that I think is beautiful about Love Island is that like you feel like you're friends with them, but, and I, I think it's mostly because of how much time yeah. you have. You also this. feel like you hate some of them. Yeah, and, and of it's course. a very visceral show. Well, in, in the same way of like, you know, some friends let you down, some friends make you happy and make you cry, and you get that feeling if you watch 60 hours of television, which is yeah. essentially one season of Love Island. So, um, that's what I've been up to. It's a long time. It's like six to eight weeks of TV. Yeah. It's like it's lot. filmed over like and six to eight so weeks. And it's so good. It's so funny. It the, is very good. Most everyone on the show is so charming. And um, yeah. The announcer's great. The announcer's great. Everything about it's good. The games British, are great. Which is and great. they're British. They're British, which I think is just automatically a plus. What's your favorite, um, because I mean, we're all American. What's your favorite British slang that you've taken from Love Island? Mm, that is so, so tough. Many. There, there's so many. Um, um, I, I think I really like when they say it's early days. Yeah, you, you, know? you say early days. I, I think I've adapted it. I, I want to. It, yeah. Um, it's early days. You know, I, I love that. I really like you know that saying. It's um, new. I also like like mugged off and like, am I taking a piss? Like that. Take, those, yeah, probably taking a piss I'm is probably my favorite. All of those are fun. To have mug written on my forehead. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry if we have any UK listeners who have to Why, put up with bad. our... Ter- say, no, 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 it wasn't bad. Did they say jog on? I haven't heard jog that was on. That was in... Uh, that was in Kingsman. No, that was in Hot Fuzz. Oh, in Hot Fuzz. <laughs> um, I haven't but really heard them I know, say it's, that. It's like, it, it is... A, I don't know how ingrained it is yeah. as a uk like slang but i know it is uk slang uh, my favorite one is factor 50 i think that's only season four i don't know if that's it, it's like to that season but they like they start saying it they start saying laying it on factor 50 which is like spf 50 like oh. don't don't lay it on too thick <laughs> like be cool about oh, it that's great factor 50 gosh yeah. they say things so much cooler than us honestly everything We're so lame. everything is so much better grafting is like is like flirting and god i just really like the show a lot so that's a good show that's been my obsession this week and nice. yeah so uh it's the fifth tuesday in march and we only do four episodes per book Oh, shoot. And we only do one book a month. That's a logistics oh, issue. <laughs> yeah. This is a logistics issue. Hang on. Let me do the math. Okay. Um, okay. I'm calculating it out. Mm-hmm. Five minus four is one. We have an extra week. <laughs> Which means this is our bonus episode. This is a bonus episode. 
that we're coining? Fun fiction or fan fiction? Fan fiction. <laughs> fan fiction. But he, it's gonna he's be. He's gonna make it. He's trying he, to make it stick. It's gonna be so much fun that it's fun fiction. This idiot is really trying to push he's fun trying fiction. To make it stick. Okay. We'll, we'll let the listeners decide. So, yeah, we can let the we can let our fans yeah. decide. So what's what's fan fiction? So fan fiction. The real like you want a real definition of fan. <laughs> I don't. Or what it is no, for, this for, our, for our podcast. Do you, does anyone want to take Let's a spin go on deep it? on fan fiction. So fan fiction uh, for this episode, our fan fiction can really be anything. Fan fiction can be any. That's the beauty of fan fiction. That's the beauty of fan fiction. It I don't can be think anything. It can from, it be? Can it really be anything? It can get close to being anything. <laughs> it can be anything from questions from listeners to Fifty Shades of Grey. To Fifty <laughs> Shades of Grey, um, which we are Every... nowhere near as talented <laughs> to write Fifty Shades of Grey. Um, well, actually, we've not tried. So I've tried. Have you tried? Have you written fan fiction? Hang on. Fifty no, Shades I've, I've, Stop the podcast. I bought Fifty Shades of Grey and I just wrote oh, you, oh. You, the book oh. on my bedroom with wall. A, with a quill. Guys, I was really excited. <laughs> I, thought Daniel was, I, thought, I thought Daniel was releasing to us and the podcast at the same time that he writes fan fiction. No. Okay, this is the new plan for fan fiction. Okay. Every time we, we have an extra Tuesday, done. every time, this is the new plan. <laughs> this is the new plan. We've never done this before. We're changing fan. We're changing fun fiction Tuesday. Every time we read a book on a month where we're gonna have a fan fiction, Dan over that month oh, writes fan fiction, fan fiction about the book that we're reading, and mm. on that fifth Tuesday, and he I, describes us his fan no, fiction. I just read it. Yeah, you, with birds. That's in the background. it. Parker, Nature me and Parker scene. aren't even on the episode. It's like just it. Dan. Okay, we're not even there. But take it away, Dan. I, I like it. All I right, think it's this really is, good. Hey, this is our me and Parker. We'll see you next week <laughs> yeah, for our first we're episode of Beach. <laughs> oh, no, we're passing this off to Dan. Okay, so really though, fan fiction for this week, um, we did a fun thing where we just um, you know kind of sent it out to our fans on Instagram and our book talk to send us in questions, and we were blown away with the amount of questions that we got, which is awesome. It makes our jobs easier because we don't have to come up with things to talk about. Y'all did it for us. So yeah. we love you so much uh, to everyone who reached out. And uh, that's what we're going to be doing is yeah. answering y'all's questions about the podcast, about us, about books, and uh, who wants to kick it off? Yeah. So I guess we'll just round robin it. Yeah. We'll do a little round robin. All right. So uh, first question from Maddie Moon. My wife. <laughs> My <Yeah>. wife. <laughs> My wife. <laughs> Did anyone read to you when you were a kid? Borat did. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay, one sec. Sasha Baron Cohen read to you? Wait, let's yeah. unpack that. In character as Borat. <laughs> what did that's he read? That's where he came up with the idea. <laughs> what do you read to you? Um, the cow jumps over the moon. <laughs> isn't that a riddle? If you give a mouse, <laughs> a, riddle, if you give a, mouse a cookie. <laughs> okay, well, okay, well, this isn't really technically fair because we know that Michael's mom still reads to Daniel. Yeah, yeah. I can't read. Still. Thanks, only Michael when mom. he's playing Halo. Yeah. yeah. No, my mom read to me. It was sweet. Yeah, I, think I think she. My mom read to me. She read. Um. I remember her specifically reading the. A Tale of Two Cities when you were just a little boy. <laughs> yeah. Uh. uh Sung Soo's Art of War, <laughs> yeah. so she could prepare me. Um. No. She. Uh. She read <laughs> the to Bhagavad me. Bhagavad Gita. Yeah. Um. How do you know? It's like you just we bring them in your head. Who's your mom? Oh no. Um. Zip. <laughs> Again. Hank Green first, and now my mom. Um. She read to me Chronicles of Narnia, and yeah. that was a good intro. Into, How old were you? I would say... 17. Yeah, <laughs> somewhere in the late <laughs> 20s. Mr. Tumnus. No, um, I, I remember her reading to me, and I think it was probably like 
later elementary school. So yeah. probably like, you know, 10, something like that. When she was trying to get me into 16. reading. 16. Okay. And later, Perger was 16 and later elementary school. <laughs> yeah. What about you? Did anyone besides Borat read to you? <laughs> uh, I think my mom did as well. I don't really remember, but I I, I assume that yeah. that happened. Actually, I have a really sweet answer for this one. Do you want you? to get a little sweet together? Yeah. You want to get a little Give somber a sweet together? Answer. So the only time I was read to as a kid was my grandmother who read me uh, The Wind in the Willows oh. when I was really little. And she passed away a little bit ago. Like She passed away like eight years ago. And three years ago, I reread Aww. The Wind in the Willows. That wow. was really Wait, sweet. That's beautiful. Yeah, yeah. That's awesome. it was really nice. It was. Yeah. It's a really good book still. I I don't know this book. What is this book about? Um, it's you probably do know it if you saw like a cover illustration. Yeah. Um, but it's like about like river folk, but they're like rats and like toads. Like it's all oh, animal based. Yeah. And so like a famous line from it is like there's nothing better to do than like sitting around in boats or something like that. Yeah. And it's just like two little rat friends sitting in boats and like fishing that's nice. a really good book that's it's a really sweet, sweet book mm. nice yeah. that's awesome yeah that's definitely the best the better best answer i don't know borat's pretty good borat's pretty good <laughs> yeah don't count yourself <laughs> out. i'm pretty lucky not gonna lie um well kakushka sent us in a question so uh thank you kakushka for continuing to support the show um and this one's fun because this one has nothing to do with books so he just said if you could have any superpower what would it be and how would you use it and I, I mean, wanted to ask you this because I, I, I mean, this is such a good question. Teleportation Anyways. is the obvious answer. Pretty mad you went first because that's what I was going to say. I think that's what most people would say. It's better than flight, easily. Oh yeah. If you need to know what flight feels like, tell get a squirrel suit, one of those like flying uh-huh. j- base jumping suits, and teleport to like twenty thousand feet. <laughs> that's the same thing as flying. It's, it's faster. It, have you ever seen the movie Jumper? Hayden Christensen yeah. jumping Great around. Movie. Yeah. Samuel Jackson too, right? Samuel Jackson. Mm, so you are both um, teleport. I would also pick teleport. I would pick teleport for the reason of just making my everyday life It'd be easier. So much easier. Travel. Yeah. Like you could literally travel anywhere. No commute. Yeah, no commute. Ugh. You can have a superpower without really he, many yeah. people knowing yeah. about it. Just mm. find safe spots to teleport to. I've yeah. thought this through. So yeah, I have to. So. Well, do you want to know why both of y'all are wrong? Because you're about to say something really dumb, I yeah. imagine. No, I'm not about to say, I'm not about to say something dumb. Flight? Flight? Okay. Well, let me guess. It's flight. <laughs> what a loser. Super strength. No. Um, I wouldn't mind too. Okay, strength. so what? what's the most valuable thing? Teleportation. Love. Both, both are good Hope. answers. Hope. Wow, these are all great answers. Gold. Um, <laughs> Donuts. <laughs> okay. Honestly, all good Warmth. answers. Okay. These are, I mean, yes. Are you a fire guy? Yeah, no. Um, you got flicks his lighter. I, I was gonna say time. I was gonna say time because we can't. You're me- you can't. That's like no, no, no. Okay, wait. Finish. I'll let you finish. Messing with free will over here. I'll let you no, finish. No, no. Keep Hear going. Me out. Free will. I'm not even bending the space time continuum. All right. That that's a little. That's above. That's above my power. I think that that's your pay grade. Yeah, which I just you know I'll I'll leave that up to the man upstairs. But what I will say is super speed. In the way that, like, the Flash has super speed would be incredibly beneficial. Yeah. Because... You teleport faster. No, no, sure, you can. And and travel, the teleporting is the right answer. But think about all of the things you do during the day. And if you had super speed... So you're putting super speed into everything, not just running. Oh, dude, I'm putting super speed into reading. 
Mm. You would never think about that. All that you you could finish a book into huh. uh, like, and th- this is why like people people think super speed like I'm gonna go fast. That's only you're scratching the surface, baby. You're 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 barely even like touching the precipice of what super speed could allow you to do. You um, know, I'm thinking about that, and I think I think you're gonna run into some maybe some depression with that. Wow. Yeah. Ooh. Ooh. To get to get heavy again. Like, <laughs> no, why are we getting heavy? There are moments in life where you need to literally There ain't no super strength here. We're getting heavy. Slow down. Enjoy smell the roses. Okay, so that's a good point. Yeah. But I'm gonna counter with my thought of it is like you're not always having to move at super speed. You're going to though. You're gonna get too used to is it just mainly for reading? Well, so reading is a big Which, one. Wait, that, I totally that makes that makes a reading lot of sense. Reading is a really reading. big one. Imagine, imagine being able to like you. That's could, a superpower in itself. You could consume so much. Yeah, because you'd become more intelligent off of that. You you'd you'd think right. You'd become more intelligent. And then and then also and then also travel. Could you make your dietary track go faster? I mean, I Poop, think super, naturally. Super pooping? Yeah. Well, I think naturally, you'd your metabolism would be faster. So that's also you could yeah. you could eat a lot more food. Could you watch movies faster? Yeah, well, I would <laughs> think so. Just turn on two times speed. Oh. But you can just your sense. eyes and everything would, can process okay. it faster. Yeah, I guess that would work. I don't know. I want to watch. I it. still think it's the. Tr- I mean, I know you could still travel fast to super speed. Eating chores like washing dishes, doing yeah. things outside, you know what? like. Have fun at nine o'clock when all your stuff is done for the day, and you don't have exactly. to do exactly roasted. You see, you say that like that's a bad thing. It's a bad thing. Sometimes you need the day to last, man. Okay, but I feel like I can. Nev- I don't have enough deep. time in my days ever. Think about how much you could, if you wanted to, you could write books. You could write, you could write novel after novel after novel. So your brain also works faster. I would imagine it would have to. Okay, so so hear me out. Anytime any character in any media has super speed, they also have the the brain power and capacity to super process that speed. Otherwise, the Flash would be running straight into shit all the time. He would try to run we, fast, and he would hit a car or hit the door or trip over a blade of grass. But here's the problem: is we're staying we're staying in the deep end. What happens if there's a tragedy in your life? You would be way too tempted to use your super speed to reverse that tragedy. No, no, no. I'm not I'm not getting into Superman turning the axis back on itself and going back in time super speed. Um, or the Flash running through the speed burst. I'm saying that just super speed to be able to get things done in your life quicker. All right. Well, I got one for you guys. Um, so this is a question from Book Talk. Um, or from our TikTok, I should say, but from one of my favorite book talkers. um, And she's been very supportive of our show. So that's at Read with Chloe. Uh, Go follow her. She's got like 20,000 followers. In fact, she's like super cool and her page is super awesome. Thanks for your support, Chloe. Thanks, Chloe. Um, And her question is, uh, she said, someone had to ask, so favorite book of all time. Which, I mean, maybe we should have kicked it off by this one because that's just a classic. That's, so That's a good one. Yeah. It's also a really hard question. Super hard question. Um, it kind of varies throughout my life. Like when I was a kid, it was Where the Red Fern Grows in Holes. Because Where the Red Fern Grows was like Sad. the first time that I was like super emotionally impacted by a book. Yeah. Sad book. Like so sad, but like so incredible. And then obviously... I just picked Stanley Yelnats. Mm-hmm. Holes is a great book. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It, it's not like a book that's like shaped me, but yeah. it's a great book. <laughs> yeah. And then as, as I got older, uh, you know, like 
I feel like in high school, my favorite book was Into Thin Air. Mm-hmm. I've never read that. It's uh, the story of, um, you've, have you seen the movie Everest? They made a feature mm-hmm. film, Everest. It had like yeah. Jake Gyllenhaal in I it. It's the story of that. It's John Krakauer is the author. And he actually was writing like a magazine article. Um, and he was going up Everest with, with, a, with a team. And it's like the worst you know this is before the avalanche that happened recently yeah. the last couple of years but it was the worst like everest death toll in history up until the avalanche happened Shoot. but it was just like the entire thing went to hell a lot of people died but it's just like this insane tale of like survival it's a, yeah it's a, survival it's a, at like the top of the world and yeah. it's just so well written and it was one of the like i remember it was i read it in 12th grade and I was the only person in my, we were like assigned a group and I was the only person in my group that actually like read the whole book. And so I basically did our entire presentation and just like dragged nice. everybody with me. And my teacher <laughs> recognized, I felt bad. She didn't like docking of our grades, but she was like, Hey, next time I, I know that you read it, but next time <laughs> let them carry some of it. But no, it was just like, mine. I was like, so into that book. Yeah. Um, mine is i mean i think it's similar for everyone favorite books change yes so pretty much. often all so the time much. like the red rising um, series right now i Shout honestly out. i i was Shout considering out. bringing red rising to the table for this question um but i, I want to actually combine this with another question because someone asked um what book character do you relate a lot to and so in high school my favorite book was catcher in the rye um, for that reason, because I related to Holden a lot. You are lying. No, I'm serious. Daniel Caulfield. I, I, um, I'm Parker, sorry. I, I know. Yeah, you know how I feel about Parker this. Parker hates Catcher in the Rye. And it was one of my I favorite do. books. It's still one of my favorite books. Um, I, I don't relate to that character at all. I don't. I'm not an aggressive person at all, and Holden is, and he's very like not beat around the yeah, bush. Dude, this does not you do not get like Holden Caulfield vibes at all. Just the the way he goes about things. I'm like, man, that's You think everything is phony and everyone's a phony? No, but I, I think he <laughs> sees he doesn't like see value in himself that much where other people like kind of do. Daniel, and this is getting really sad. Are you saying I that you know, don't see value in yourself? No, I'm not. Is it I because you're like, not a hobbit? Hold it. Guys, I'm pissed I can't be a hobbit. <laughs> That's all I'm trying to say. You're short to us, Dan. Listen, I just really like Catcher in the Rye. It was one of my favorite books. So is that, is, that your, is that your answer now, or what's your current favorite book? Current favorite book is um, All the Light We Cannot See. Oh, which I like the title alone. Another really sad book. <laughs> Nice. I'm bringing out the sad books. books. Are great. Um, It was written. It was a Pulitzer Prize winner a few years ago, and it's like World War II era historical fiction, and super super good about War Horse. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) I think so. But it is a book, unlikely friendship between a boy who is recruited for Hitler's army, the Hitler Youth, Hitler Youth. And then a blind uh, French girl who's fleeing France during wow, the war. And it's really good. And like the writing in it is incredible. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I would check it out. Nice. For so sure. That's probably my favorite right now. Cool. Yeah. I, I couldn't. I mean, this question is obviously like. It's hard so to It's so hard to answer because I feel like depending on what time of my life you ask me, you know, this could shift so dramatically. And also like I'm also 
just the type of person that like the second I get done reading something, I'm like, oh, that's the best thing I've ever read. (laughs) And then like the next book I pick up, I'm like, oh, that's the best thing I've ever read just because I fall in love with the characters at the time so deeply. Um, So I think if I'm like objectively speaking, I would say something I should, I almost feel like obligated to say something like um, The Stand from uh, Stephen King because it's just such an epic. I mean, it's like a, a massive narrative and have you read that one yet not yet i haven't either i was gonna add in favorite authors and all time stephen king is probably my favorite Mm -hmm. but yeah but um i don't i mean the the thing is like i i respect that book for what it is but like i don't know that it made me feel like well, like you didn't relate to well, it. So so what is so let's let's get meta let's get like metaphysical you didn't right relate now. To what does it mean? What does it mean for it to be the best book of all time? What does it mean to feel? It's your what does it mean to feel? Because is it is it's it like your opinion. right? But so but does it, it like, mean it's the actual best? Book? Is it like the literary like artistic skill behind it, or is it like how much I want to like be in this world? It's, how, it's how in love with your, like one of the characters I am because all of these things are just. I mean, it can just be interpreted as your favorite book yeah. of all time. I, so, th- I think it means: do you put value in the writing, or do you put value in the world? And to each whichever, to whichever each you put value own. in, that's yeah. probably going to be so, your favorite. So, so I think I think if I'm answering it based off of recency bias, I would say um, anxious people. Uh, yeah, Frederick think. Bachman's anxious people really is is just it was so moving and I cried and I laughed and um, I mean that book just stayed with me and it's, it's stayed with me for months since I've read it so I think that's probably um, recency bias but if I'm talking like just fun and just like the books that I you know got lost in and mm-hmm. tore through um, I mean this is kind of spoilers because we have a question from one of our listeners about about this but like I, I just read the Darker Shades series, oh, yeah. and you I am loved that I, I do love that series. I love Darker Shades of Magic. I love V.E. Schwab, and I I just love that series so a, much. I don't know if it's like series. best book of all time, but it like it had me feeling like a kid again. But reading. it should be read, right? Like I it's mean, a it's a venture book. And, but that's what I mean. Like though, like that evoked such emotion from yeah. me. Like I felt like a kid reading it. I didn't want to stop reading it. I was thinking about it when I put it down. Um, and I read all three of those books super quickly. So that's on the list too. Nice. All right. Our next question comes from Nicole Phillips, who is a friend of the show and wife of Dan. Hey, wife. Hello. Hello, Nicole. Hey, Nicole. <laughs> <laughs> um, Nicole asks, would you rather have a mouthful of bees or one bee in your butthole? <laughs> So, my it's wife. A, my wife. So, a mouthful of bees or a bee in the butthole. My wife likes to get down to the to the beesness. <laughs> You're fired. <laughs> um, Nicole, Dan's Jesus. on his way home right now. A, He's fired from. What the a butt. question. Um, um, I no 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 no. Hey, there will be no shaming any questions. We what? said ask us anything, and Nicole was no, brave enough I, to ask okay. us anything. Okay, good on her. Okay, I'll say it. I'll be the first one. Yeah, I'll go out on that limb. Be brave. I'm on a limb right now. Be brave. Are you where, guys going to come out? Where's on the, the bees? I'm on the limb with you. Where in are the bees? My, uh, in my butt. One just bee one. Just one, one bee. bee. In the butt. One bee in the butt. Okay, if it's if it's a if it's a regular bee, they can only sting you once, and then they die. Yeah. If you I have mean, a ton in your mouth, that's going to mess up your taste. Yeah. Like your entire look. No one's going to know if you got stung on your butt. Yeah. You know, honestly, I'm sold. 
You're one, sold. Yeah, one bee in the butt sounds pretty. It's gonna nice hurt a, a couple times a day. Maybe when you sit a little bit. So I'd love but to. But a couple times a day when you have to use the restroom. But like, I would love to like have some argument for for bees in the mouth. Maybe like you have an army of bees. But I think we're unanimous here because okay, hear me out. One bee in the butt. Um, would it be? Could it be? Two in the bush. No. <laughs> I'm not making a new saying. I'm not making a new saying. One, I like the new One saying. bee in the butt. Could okay. it be like a ratatouille situation where you become friends? He's directing you and with he, his stinger? With his, just with his little bee arms. He's moving you around. I want to say it. I want to say it's not going to be that. I don't want it to be that at all. But, I kind of do but want that relationship. It, what, it, what is this bee? Mm-hmm. What are they directing you to do? Well... Um, Remy did dancing. Remy did food dancing, like dancing, dancing. Yeah, yeah. I don't. We got I would, it. I would, because Remy's up here pulling hair, pulling hair, so what's and he he's, pulling? he's he making him do arms. arm things. So does that mean it, if it's in the butt, it's moving your legs? Yeah. So yes. So I would much rather. Uh, scientifically him. speaking, yes is the answer. It helps you. Yeah. I would much rather him just sting me and then die, and then we can both move on. <sighs> no, bees are precious. But hey, they are. Protect the bees. It's in my butt. How big is it? Is it a bumblebee? <laughs> well, that's the question. The problem is if you get into like wasps or yellow jackets. No, F that. That's We're not your getting problem. into that. No, okay, that, picture this. Your, that is your picture problem. Because okay. they're just jerks. I'm on Dancing with the Stars and I'm doing great. I know the tango. I know the salsa. I know every other dance that it's I can't think of the names. It's all because of the bee. And it's all because of my bee in my butt. But... The, the the trick is I have to hide it from the judges and they hear a little buzzing noise and I have to come up with excuses. I'm, it's a loud bee. I was about to say, there's no way a bee is inside of you. Well, we don't know how. On. We don't know how deep. I'm sorry that I just said that. <laughs> the answer is in the butt. The answer is in the butt. No, I but I think dancing would be the, the ratatouille version right. of, of the situation. And I think... That that relationship could be fruitful. I don't know how for the bee. Is it making honey but, in there? But for the for the Parker, that's a, that's a beneficial. You're winning Dancing with the Stars, no question. No question. I'm winning Dancing with the Stars. Does the bee make you a star first? How do you become a star <laughs> from this podcast? Yes, from this podcast. Once we make it big, I get invited to be on Dancing with the Stars. Right. And first I, podcaster ever. I accept. Out of all the big podcasters. Out of all the big podcasters, I never accept. before. I'm nervous. Parker Moon's the first. I'm nervous because truthfully, I'm I can only dance a little bit and not very well. But I find a bee. We become friends. Um, this wait, bee's... wait. You're putting the bee in there. Yes. So, <laughs> so you're actively doing. This. I thought well, the bee just got in there. So I'm I'm depressed because I I know my chances are not good at winning Dancing with the Stars. And one day I'm outside moping, and what do I see? This bee is just just dancing. Are you in a porta potty? Boogieing down okay. on a flower, get like just okay. doing all of the right moves. Then I see that bee, and huh. all the, all the bee wants to do is dance. Huh. All the bee wants he wants a dancing partner. Um, but there's no good de- bees that are wanting to dance because bees just have to be bees. We have to collect pollen. His dad's told him this over and over and over. His okay. brother's apathetic. Just, oh, I'll get the pollen, you know, get the pollen, bee. Okay. But this bee wants to dance. So we look at each other in the eyes. And then I point down to my butthole and he knows what's going on. It's not weird. Of course. And He's been there before. <laughs> he, he knows, he knows what's before. going on. It's not weird. He gets in there and <laughs> the then, look on Dan's face. And then he moves and me around and I dance beautifully and then I win dancing with the stars. What happens? Is this the plot of the uh, uh, 
ants or what, a bug's life. What happens when you can't get him out? Oh, but this is a bug's life too. Why are y'all thinking I can't get him out? What if he doesn't want to come out? Oh, okay. See, there's there's the real question. You gotta you gotta you gotta start to wonder <laughs> is can I you, trust you? Won Dancing okay. with the Stars. Oh, now now the White House wait is the a, White House next. Wait a second. <laughs> are you da- is this B dancing you to the White House? I'm rephrasing the question. So <laughs> you're saying the new question. <laughs> the new question is. <laughs> would you rather have a mouthful of bees or when or dancing a bee with the stars in your butt that controls your every movement and Just doesn't relax. let you have your body back? Just relax. So okay, so you're not, yes, you're getting the, you're getting the picture. You're, you're Wait, saying, I want a mouth. I want the mouth. So you're so you're starting to understand is. Then there's a little bit of conflict because the bee doesn't want to come out. There wasn't conflict before. No, no, no. We were in. It was a mutual agreement. I'm sweating. The bee maybe takes control of my legs and it wants to see the world. And Wait, then we. So it's tapped into your central nervous system. I mean, it has have been. This what whole if time. he invites other bees in? This is a powerful bee. We gotta yeah. move on. We gotta move on from the bee. Well, <laughs> the, so bee, the you... bee won't let me. <laughs> oh no. We're done with the bee. Well, well, welcoming our fourth uh, co-host. It's the bee. All right. So unanimous. Mouthful of bees. Bee in the butt. Uh, bee, okay. bee in the butt. Yeah. So, okay. We're going to move on to the next question. And it's actually going to be a two questions in one type of deal. Two-parter. Uh, a two-parter. A twofer. Um, Little But Gremlin 402 from TikTok asks, got two questions. What's your favorite series? and your most anticipated book of 2021. And then TMAD34 from Instagram asks, who is your favorite author and why is it Brandon Sanderson? Oh my gosh. That's right. I think, wait, are you TMAD, Dan? (laughs) I I think Dan is TMAD. (laughs) Did you make a fake Instagram so you could ask this question? TMAD is a real person. His name is Tristan. He's from... Auburn. Thank you for listening, Tristan. Thank, Thank you, Tristan. Tristan. Hey, I miss you. Okay, let's give Daniel the floor so he can talk about Brandon Sanderson. So I'm not going to talk a lot about him, but it just bleeds Four into my... hours later. <laughs> <laughs> it bleeds into both questions. So um, uh, I'm sorry, what was your name again? Little Buck Gremlin, my favorite book series. T-Maz has... <laughs> is his name. Your friend uh, Tristan. From my favorite book series has recently become The Stormlight Archive by yes. Brandon Sanderson. The connection. Is, it is so good, and no one will read it because it is so long. I've been trying to get these two goons to read it since, uh, I, I guess, since like six months, seven months it's now. It's been a while. I, I first read this series in September. Um, and you said, you said, hey, Parker, you should check out this series. There's 20 of them, and they're all a billion pages long, <laughs> so, and you would really love it. So they are chunky boys. For sure. They what are, more could we ask for? They are like 1,400 page books. Each? You, you just said The Stand was your favorite book. I, I know. And but that's I, one. Guys, also, guys, to be fair, Sanderson is all over book talk and everyone loves Sanderson. I know. It, I it's know, truly I know. unreal how good the series is. To Maybe maybe most people don't like it. I don't know. It checks all the boxes for me. So I really love Stormlight Archive and um, your most anticipated book of 2021 Brandon Sanderson also. I thought he just released Rhythm the of War. The next one in he, the Stormlight. No, not Stormlight Archive. So this uh, man writes like a fiend. He has, yeah, yeah. He has multiple series going three on. Three running series right now. And he has a sci-fi series called um, Skyward. Oh, the third Skyward. And the third Skyward book comes out this year. Um, 
the title is going to be announced soon. They have picked a title and oh, it's going to announce or it's coming out late 2021. Yeah, those nice. those ones are a little more my speed. I, I we actually have Starlight and or Star Skyward, Skyward and Star, Star Sight, Sight. Yeah. at home. Maddie read both of those and I need to. They're on they're on yeah. my my so, list. If you've never read Brandon Sanderson before, Stormlight Archive is a massive going to be 10 book series, absolutely huge like epic fantasy. Skyward is a young adult sci-fi book yeah. and it's way more like fun and just adventure so you could try out skyward um uh, but the third skyward comes out this year which i'm super excited for yeah that's that, awesome see that was like two minutes of brandon's you, you know you really you <laughs> reined it in i'm very i did impressed. prepare we, we give more him, we give him two minutes every week <laughs> i'll leave it at that uh audience if you're listening to give you a, a, a just an idea of how badly daniel wants us to read brandon sanderson he has prepared a powerpoint for us yes to try to convince us to read brandon sanderson's books and we just still haven't so the powerpoint is we'll release it on uh instagram yeah, yeah. Maybe, maybe we can make a tiktok of maybe. you going up the, your sanderson the, powerpoint there's a prelude to the stormlight archive in the first book way of kings that starts five thousand years before the main story of way of kings kicks off and so that's what my powerpoint is on hmm. nice yeah. hmm. all right uh, i mean i'm gonna i'm gonna read it sanderson. i'm gonna read it at some point so. or not you don't have to. It's, <laughs> it is I'm such just, a commitment, but it's so good. I know. I'm just messing with you. That's my fear, though, is I'm going to get sucked in, and I'm not going to be able to read anything else, and I already have so many books on my shelf that I have to read. Yeah. Um, What's your favorite series? Favorite series. This is also an impossibly tough question, and it's also deeply influenced by recency There's bias. There's no wrong answer. Um, my most recent favorite series that I've that I've been reading slash am currently reading are the Red Rising series, mm-hmm. which of course I told you guys to read. Maddie got me into reading. Um and they are just phenomenal. And I Are you reading the fourth one right now? No. So that's that's what I was gonna say is he he has the the fourth and fifth out and then the sixth. And the way that uh Pierce Brown writes, I don't know if I can trust him because he kills characters that I love <laughs> so much and I'm yeah. so nervous to read the fourth and fifth book. And the third Morning Star, it ends so well. Um, and, I mean, there's a lot. Don't don't get me wrong, because I don't think y'all have read. Have y'all read Morning Star yet? No, I'm I've, reading it currently. I've only read. Yeah, it and of course, thing. we're always going to try to remain as spoiler free as we can. Huh, um, but I'll bleep it out. Yeah, but I uh, it, it ends it ends where I felt fully satisfied. Like it, just as as a series, like I wasn't like sad or upset about anything well, red rising is it two trilogies or is it one continuous series? it does continue I it with two... it does continue with the characters but i believe it is um like a time like jump, a time jump. Yeah, okay. Yeah. okay i haven't read this so it could before. be just like a trilogy. and he is a prequel yeah yeah right yeah i think so um, i believe but... one of because that's what i was gonna read next i think nice. um but yeah and then of course darker shades i said it earlier yeah. but i'm gonna say it again most anticipated book of this year um i is there a darker shades like prequel or something coming out no or those graphics no she graphic so novels. she's done graphic novels okay. uh, for the vengeful series yeah, she's doing oh, more graphic it. novels right now too um which are coming out but i would say my most anticipated honestly is probably um we could be heroes which is already released i think that came out yeah. in what february yeah or january and i just haven't gotten around to reading it it's on my shelf it looks so good and it looks like a quick read too is that the one with the bridge it's like under a bridge the illustration on the front no, no, no. That's the um, that's Bridge of Souls. I just finished that book. That's okay. that's V. E. Schwab's middle grade series that I was reading uh, for fun. I'm thinking about something else. But yeah, uh, that one. I I know. 
I know the title. We could be heroes. It almost looks like uh, Spider Verse. Like it's like two people on like a skyline that are reaching for each other. Oh, cool. and it's about superheroes. Nice favorite series, Brett. Mine is kind of piggybacking off Parker's as well, so I'll leave it short and sweet. But I'm currently reading the third book of Red, the Red Rising original three trilogy. It's so good. Um, it's called Morning Star, and so that's kind of mine right now, just because it's yeah. so incredible. Um, the first two are amazing. Third one is currently amazing, but yes, I can't wait to talk to you about your, it once you're done. Your voice, your heart will will be ripped out of your chest and stomped on. Did you like? Times. The but in like one? not in a bad way, but like you love the book, but it's just like so characters gut, die, gut gut wrenching. Characters die that yeah. you love is what yeah. you're trying to say. Did you yes. like the second one more than the first one? So uh, I've only, yes, I've only read the first one. The first and second one are both super solid. I think the second one ended up being my favorite. Yeah, but obviously I haven't finished the third one. Um, but I'm just waiting for my heart to be ripped out more and more. So I made it through the second one with a few, like the, some of the characters like that I calls. loved being alive. And so I was like, okay, if I stopped now, I would be sort of happy because all these people are alive. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, so that would be mine. Well, let's rapid fire some questions out since we have a couple more. Um, and and then we'll close out the show. So nice. um, let's just do... Uh, round robin. You you say a question, we answer within ten seconds. So I really like this question because it's a podcasting focused question. Do you have to read it in ten seconds too? (laughs) No, you just said that really fast. (laughs) Yeah. Well, it's. I really like this question. It's only ten questions. Well, now I'm reading it really slowly because you've. All right, well... All the 10 seconds is up. Next question, Dan. All right, All right no, Parker, Parker, go ahead. Um, So how has podcast? How has the podcasting experience compared with your expectations of it? Uh, it's been better. I thought it would be more of a struggle to, like, produce content. I'm not saying our content's good. Yeah. But I thought it would be more... I thought we'd be sitting here for, like, hours and hours just trying to think of anything to say. But I think it's been pretty fluid. Yeah. I think we have good chemistry. I hope so. Yeah. Um, I didn't expect to be as shy as I am uh, talking to a microphone with two friends sitting next to me. It's so scary. That's my answer. Yeah, no, that's a good answer. I I agree. I think um, we have a lot of fun, and I think that I mean, similar to what Daniel said, I think that going back and and re-listening, I think of like how much I want to get better at it and not to say, you know, by any means that we're bad, but I just, I, I, now that we've started, it's become such a fun hobby and I just want to like hone the craft and hone the skill. Yeah. So I think that I'm obviously my biggest, uh, like critique uh, or biggest critic. Mm -hmm. Um, so I, uh, I, 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 I mean, I think we've done a great job and I'm so excited to see where this goes, but at the same time, I always want to be striving to make it better so right. that's kind of where my head's at right now yeah absolutely um the one that i was looking at is what is the last series that you read that lets you down the last book series that you read that lets you down maze oh. runner <laughs> yeah not. i Wait, think all I, three of us we, were gonna yeah, say oh, maze runner. oh no that's so sad i hope there's no maze runner fans of our audience oh, hey sure. yeah james dashner the first book i like i honestly we, me and Parker found about Maze Runner through the first movie. Yeah. Which was, I thought it was, it's a pretty good movie. But then this, uh, for me, it's the second and third book that are where it gets progressively worse and worse. We got to move on or I'm going to get heated. It's, it's so okay. bad. And this, this isn't to say if y'all liked Maze Runner that y'all, that right. that's anything exactly. is wrong with that. But yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I'm on the same, on the same boat. Sorry, guys. I know there's a ton of fans. 
I'm totally. I mean, they made movies about it, so there's obviously plenty of fans. Yeah, we're not we're not crapping on anything, but it was just not our. We all have issues with different parts of the Maze Runner series, <laughs> and it's called the Death Cure. Yeah, mm, didn't even read it. All right, um, and the Scorch Trials. <laughs> what was the last book you cried reading? Oh, I've got this one locked and loaded. Um, so I read The Great Alone recently. Oh, yeah. And I wept at the last, like, 50 pages of that book. It is so beautiful. Kristen Hanna, right? Yeah, Kristen Hanna. Um, she just wrote uh, The Four Winds. Four Winds. Yeah. and, and that close I, to being my answer. Really? Yeah. Okay, yeah. But no, I mean, it, it's a beautiful book. And the last 50 pages, I was, like, not just, like, you know, like, crying tears while I'm reading. I was, like, choking on my, like, <laughs> sob cries as I was reading this book. Like, it, it had me in a... In a certain way, like, yeah. it, but I, I highly recommend it, especially if you need a good cry and a good slice of life book. Nice. Probably holes for me. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, no, That's... when when Stanley carries zero up the hill, yeah. dude. No, I mean mine's way less like emotionally deep, but I mean I cried reading the Golden Sun, the second book of the yeah. Red oh, wow. Rising trilogy. Nice, nice. I never really thought I would be someone that cried while reading books, like when. When Dobby died, I didn't cry, and I thought people were weird for doing it. Heartless. But I've started like crying in books now, like as an adult. And you can open up, you can cry here. No, I love yeah. crying. Um, but Four Winds got me, mm. um, Kristen and Hannah. But surprisingly, that's not the latest one that got me because I just started reading Just Mercy um, Ooh, yeah. yesterday, and I was reading it on my lunch break, and it it like choked me up a bit, and I was like, oh shoot, this is. It's kind of heavy. Yeah. Um, yeah. Loving it so far, though. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, I guess that's a good segue into our next book that we're reading for um, April. April. Yes. So, yeah. What are we? What are we doing? We got Beach Read. Beach Read. Beach Read by Emily Henry. Beach has, Read is going to be the April book of the month by Emily Henry, and we are reading the first nine chapters. Yep. So, if you guys want to keep up. Um, go get Beach Read and read through chapter nine. And then um, the first Tuesday of April, we will have our episode out. So send us questions, send us thoughts, um, send us feedback of the show. Guys, we can't express it enough how much we appreciate the support uh, and and interaction. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Yes, we love that you all send us questions, um, thoughts on the show. Like we said earlier, we're trying to always improve. So if you have any ideas on what makes a good podcast and what you all like listening to, please send that in. Anything and, else? And yeah, don't be afraid to send more questions. I mean, we we will read out questions on normal episodes, probably not as many, um, but we'll pick out a question or two and read it out or uh, some discussion. Yeah, we, we want y'all to be as much a part of the podcast as possible so that it's not always just us talking to each other. Yeah, you can find us at... Yes, uh, so we have a Gmail account. You can uh, send us in thoughts uh, if you want to be a part of the discussion there. It's bookendswithfriends at gmail.com. We also have a Twitter that's at Bookends Pod. We have an Instagram at Bookends underscore with Bookend or with, <laughs> with Bookend with underscore friends. Um, and then we have my favorite, of course, right now is Book Talk, um, and we're just Bookends with friends on TikTok. Um, so be my friend on TikTok, and we can talk about books. And yeah, that's where you can find us. Nice. Are we, we bookmarking it there? I think we're gonna bookmark so. it there. All right, guys. Well, thanks for listening uh, to this weird fanfic episode. I hope you enjoyed it. Um, and remember, the real books were the, the friends, friends we made along the way. Hit the music. Hit the music.